Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Shot of Wrestling. It is me, your favorite actor, the Hollywood assassin himself, Mark Schwann, joined today by a very special guest. He is the innovator of violence himself, the Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, thank you so much for taking time out to join us today. Thank you. Looking kind of ragged, but that's all right. This is COVID Dreamer. I'll look better by Saturday. <laughs> of course, of course. Saturday, of course, September 5th is the big event, BCW Anniversary 4. And Tommy Dreamer is hosting the Watch Party, sponsored by Shot of Wrestling for AEW All Out. Tommy, how are you feeling about this coming up? How are you feeling about All Out? Uh, I'm excited about All Out. I've uh, been a part of two of those events and i think uh number three won't let us down whatsoever the main event has been doing very very well the build to this entire uh, pay-per-view has been awesome and i look forward to uh, watching it as well as watching with the fans i've watched wrestlemanias with fans and i've watched like watch parties like this you're a diehard wrestling fan if you go to events like this and i really really enjoy being around in that atmosphere yeah, I mean, especially during like the tail end of a pandemic, where people coming out of their way to join join the fun and watch wrestling together, I think that's a big deal in itself. Uh, Tommy, for those who have never hung out with you at one of these watch parties, what can they expect from you? What's it like to hang out with Tommy Dreamer? Oof, I don't know about that. Uh, this may be a little different because I usually do just kind of walk around and talk to everybody. I will be wearing my mask and everyone should be wearing their masks. Normally, I just, just like you guys, I just sit around and watch wrestling, walk the tables. I used to eat your food. I will no longer be eating your food. Uh, so you save uh, some of your bill on that. But, uh, man, it's just there to have fun. You know, like you said, the uh, pandemic has changed the world. It's going to be different. This is the only real, this is probably the second event I've done on an independent level. I really don't leave my house outside of professional wrestling when I go to Impact Wrestling or an event like this on Saturday, and I just uh, look forward to getting out more. Listen, I speak for the whole Shot Wrestling family and for BCW for thank you for taking your time out to join us for this um, monumental occasion for sure. But, you know, you are a very busy man. I know that. I mean, you're part of Busted Open Radio. You're part of House of Hardcore. Uh, you have your own podcast, and you're part of Impact. You know, I, gotta ask, I mean, I don't know if I'm missing anything here. I probably am. But where do you find the time to do all of this? Yeah, you got to make time uh, during, well, if we go post COVID uh, pandemic, you know, I was on the road a lot, you know, I did what 206 shows each year for the last two years. And, you know, being away now, being home, but having to find more stuff, because, you know, without independent wrestling, you've lost some of your income. And, you know, for me, it's, I'm always say like, I, I'm, I'm the busiest part-time worker for every company in the sense of, you know, I have busted open, which is awesome to do. I do that on Wednesdays and whatever fill-in days with impact. It's busy leading up to TVs. And then once we finish taping TVs, have about a week or two where we don't really discuss anything. And then just want to start thinking about future creative uh, my own podcast, as you know, lining up guests is probably the hardest part of everything. And, uh, you know, that's really about it. Being a dad is probably my greatest job and the thing I love to do most. And during this time, we got to spend time with my daughters, and that's the coolest thing. Yeah, I mean, that in itself is probably the most important job. Have they watched any of your stuff? No, they don't watch it. I mean, plus, most of my stuff was very, very violent. 
they'll laugh when they'll see their, you know, mother to like dunes. But I'm Tommy Dreamer once I cross my threshold of my house. Besides that, I'm pretty much a regular person. My dogs, I think I'll miss them the most because they've spent the most time with me. And uh, when I leave, and I think I'll have the biggest separation anxiety, because like I said, man, this is probably, I don't, I don't go out of my house. I don't do much. I'm currently in one of my homes in Michigan, and I just go back and forth. Flying is weird. I normally drive lots of places. It's like 9-11, this has changed the world. And until we have found a cure, you still got to be super duper careful. I went and did an independent show. I had a lot of reservations after I did it. I had a lot of fun, especially seeing the fans' faces. I made the, I saw before the show, the ring crew normally who were setting up the ring and setting up the chairs. They were actually social distancing the chairs and sanitizing the chairs, which I thought was amazing. And I love when I see people taking that extra step, you know, to make sure, because we're all, we're all uncomfortable. And I know this event, everyone will be make sure that they're comfortable it'll be a fun time. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we all have to take seriously. I mean, I, you know, I see the numbers, they are going down, thankfully. I mean, that's a great thing, but we're still not out of this yet. You know, nope. so the There's fight's no still yet. going. And uh, we all have our part to play in that. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. Tommy, listen, on top of that schedule, I know you have done some acting as well. Yep. Uh, I just want to see, you know, for fans that may not know, I mean, I, I feel like acting and wrestling to go hand in hand. What are some things that you've learned from acting that you've incorporated to wrestling or vice versa? Oof. I'll tell you one thing that I learned and I love the fact that it happened. I once bombed on an audition. And when I tell you bombed, I froze. Oh. I've never frozen in my entire career. And it was me in a room with two people and I'm doing a monologue. And that person turned and said something. Right when that happened, I was like, is there a problem? And the person was like, what? I go, is there a problem? And I was like, I could do it over again if you don't. Like, no, I was just making a comment. It threw me off. And I've you know, mm -hmm. spoken in front of millions on television. And right then and there, I went to do, and I froze. I hit this part, and I couldn't get it. And I literally went back, and I was like, they're like, oh, thank you. Like, you could read it. I was like, nah. Like, can I have my picture back? And they're like, what? Can I have my picture back? I go, you're not going to hire me for this. So just give it to me. And they were like, uh, okay. So I just took it back. But right then and there, I learned that like, I'm not perfect and not everything I do is great. And you have to go in there. I have seen my first ever movie is a movie called self storage. And I'm working myself, uh, Zelina Vega. I got her in it and I'm working next to Eric Roberts. Oh yeah. Here I am. I have, I got my lines down. I'm ready to do this. And then for the Eric Roberts part, they have people literally holding these giant words of his lines on the other <laughs> side of the camera. And I was like, it was like the wizard of Oz where they broke this. And I was like, oh, when you get to Eric Roberts level, they, you don't even have to memorize. You just got to be able to deliver. But uh, preparation is key. And just like in professional wrestling, showing up, being on time, being a professional, Knowing your lines, dude, I just finished watching an awesome documentary on the, the movie Flash Gordon. Okay. And the, uh, check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. And the main actor who th this, first of all, this movie was supposed to be Spielberg tried getting it and couldn't get it. So then he chose this movie called Star Wars. So think about <laughs> what Flash Gordon could have been. Oh, if that wow. happened. The actor, Sam Jones, he was young. He uh, got into some disagreements with producer and then he wound up suing them. They finished the movie without him in it. 
his career kind of ended right at that moment because he wasn't professional enough and he was a bit of a prima donna. He went back as it's a fascinating uh, about the behind the scenes of acting, but yeah, man, it's a job. It's somebody's. And I also saw like a part of wrestling where one of these actors didn't want his character killed. And I'm like, and he starts arguing with the director. And I'm seriously saying that's like an independent wrestler saying, I don't want to lose. This is somebody else's vision. This isn't your vision. And you go out there and you do your job and you do what you're told. You can, if you're going to add to it, awesome. If you're not going to add to it, then I'd just be like, and there was parts of this, I would have been like, I would have just told the guy to go screw himself and fire him on the spot. So with acting, I love it. There hasn't been a lot of, you know, like I said, the only thing in the world that didn't stop is professional wrestling during the pandemic. Um, now that it's slowly starting to get out there, would like to do more, like to do more behind the scenes. I, I've written a lot of stuff, but I procrastinated. And during this pandemic, I refuse to procrastinate anymore as my wrestling career will kind of tail down next year, even though it's kind of halted this year. But next year, I'm purposely going to start tailing it down and doing other stuff that I've always wanted to do. No, I mean, that's the thing to evolve, right? I mean, you do, do what you're passionate about. So obviously you have your goals in mind. I think that's a great thing. I think a lot of us during this pandemic has opened our, our eyes and like life is short. Do what you love, love what you do. That's what I always say. So uh, kudos nice. to you for doing that. And I got to say, as an actor myself, I just got through an indie wrestling scene about two years ago as a manager. And I got to say, when I first got in, I didn't necessarily know what to expect, but it's pretty much the same behind the scenes. It's all not all that much different. So it's funny that you said that. A lot of sit that. around and wait. A lot of, uh, you know, especially on, on the level of WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling. It's a lot of sit around and wait. But once it's go time and or once it's live, there are no mess ups. There are no, you know, when you're in front of an audience, it's different. It's live theater. I always equate it to live sports theater mm. where you can't mess up. And in WWE, you had the director, producer, named Vince McMahon waiting for you when you came back through that curtain. And if he gave you one of these, you know, you messed up Oof. and you don't want that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot of ad lib. Some of the movies that I've done where we're even look at wrestle house, which is a reality show within impact wrestling, which I love by the way. Thank you. A, a lot of that stuff. I kind of wrote on the fly and it was all improv. And my biggest thing is if, I know the wrestlers are going to laugh for it. The fans will laugh for it. And just little, little improv stuff and little stuff like that. And if it works, we I always do whoever the producer. There's uh, the one guy, Robert Evans. He wrote the majority of it, and it's kind of been his project. And when I'll be like, hey, can we try this? And if it sticks, and he'll be like, I like this, or no, I like this way better. But that's a great director, and I've worked with some awesome people like that in wrestling and outside of wrestling. I just watched the movie, the vault, which I was supposed to be in, but because of independent wrestling, I couldn't be in it. Mm -hmm. And I just watched the movie and it was, it was really, really good. And I hit up the director who puts me in the majority of his stuff. And he was just like, man, I wish you would have been in there. You would have really added to it. And uh, I saw a cameo from just incredible. And uh, who else was it? Uh, Vinny from uh, ring of honor. I don't remember his name. Vinny Marsiglia. Yes. There we go. Another guy who's an excellent actor. I think wrestlers have a have a key uh, or the ability to make for great actors. Uh, look at Batista, uh, some of the movies that he's done. Rob Van Dam's actually a pretty damn good actor. I watched a, a, a good movie that was written for him uh, that Batista was also in, Long Throat. And uh, by the way, there's this one wrestler 
that's the highest paid uh, actor of all time. So uh, he's doing pretty good for us. Well, I, I think, honestly, he could put his mind to anything and gets it done. In my eyes, I think within five years, he's going to be nominated for an Oscar. The dude is unstoppable. I think if Rocky would have uh, went to be president of the United States, he could become president of the United States. Yeah. Rock will become whatever he wants to do. He's the Will Smith of this generation because Will Smith and my generation had the gift of gold. Anything he touched turned to gold and rock. It's the same way. Oh, and I love him. Hands down. Hands down. I, I, I get all my motivation from him, honestly, in the morning. So, um, you know, I know you were just asked this question on Bob Culture uh, podcast about, you know, what was the best advice you received? I was going to ask that to you, but uh, on the flip of that, what was the worst advice that you received that, you know, that maybe it might be a myth in wrestling today that the, that the younger folks believe might be true? Uh, wait, I wasn't asked what the best advice I was. Oh, okay. I wasn't asked. Uh, best advice, I guess, was Terry Funk. When I was having a hard time of getting over, Terry Funk told me, be myself. And he said, you have a likable quality. Your work is good. People will like you. But you have to have that get over with the fans in the arena and then the fans on television. He also said, grow a goatee because it'll make you look tougher. Because, man, I was handsome. I was a good-looking kid like you. Oh, thank you. And uh, he also said, when you're older, it'll hide your double chin. So he was very, very uh, smart on that because now I'm pretty much his age when he told me that. And he does hide my double chin. But uh, he just said, be myself. And people will get behind you. And that worked. Worst piece of advice? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I don't know. I don't have a... I wasn't given... I, I know people who did some bad things um, with some of their advice. But no, worst piece of advice, I don't really have one. A lot of people, I guess, told me to leave ECW. And I could have left ECW for a lot more money and at, for the short term. But if you think about it for the long term, it made me who I am today. And... Still wrestling thirty years now, so yeah. I mean, I was about to say you, you probably didn't receive that much worse advice because here you are today, still going strong for thirty years. So uh, I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, there. Like I said, be professional. There's so many little little things that that you do. You take a bit of advice from everybody. At times, like I don't have any regrets in anything I've done. So I mean, and I was blessed to have. Terry Funks, Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas, when I first started my career, said, stay away from drugs. He said, I ruined my life because of drugs, and now I'm building it back. I made millions of dollars. I have nothing to show for it. And that resonated with me. Plus, I mean, I was never into drinking or doing drugs. Uh, Paul Heyman, uh, the list goes on and on of people who, that's kind of like, I like to pay it forward as well and help out other people with life and wrestling. No, I, I think that's huge, especially paying it forward, especially, I mean, you, the, the people you just listed there, I mean, all legends and Hall of Famers there, yep. great people to give get advice from. And for you, that, especially with your own experience as well along the way and getting all of that and passing that forward, I think that's monumental. With that being said, Tommy, with uh, indie wrestling and uh, just the modern day wrestling and how it is today, who do you see as today's Tommy Dreamer? Oof. Oof. Good question. Good question. I've seen, listen, I've seen bits and pieces of, I know when my Twitter, I guess the other, a couple of weeks ago I was trending, I had to make sure I wasn't dead, and because uh, <laughs> of what they did to Dominic when they came Dominic on television, on WWE, that's a form of flattery when people think about to the original brutal caning that I got because of something that they were seeing. I don't know if there's 
been someone along that way. Eddie Edwards and Impact Wrestling uh, has a lot of those things. I've been known more for my heart and my soul. There aren't a lot of people who've the ability to take punishment the way I did. Because trust me, dude, uh, half the things we did in ECW, most of them were illegal. But most of the stuff, if we did today, would have ramifications that, you know, I mean, hell, we used to get kicked off the networks all the time. We were kicked off the network for the first ever three-way kiss on television. We did the first pregnancy angle in wrestling. We, the caning, I think, wouldn't be able to meet standards and practices of today's. Uh, we were kicked off the Sunshine Network a long time ago when the Sandman came to Mikey Whipwreck because they said we were supporting pedophilia. Oh, wow. And, that, and we were like, what? And they're like, he's caning a boy and there's a woman having sexual pleasure from it. And we're like, he's 25 and she's like, or she's acting. She was getting no sexual pleasure from that. but And we, we got taken off the air for like two weeks. Damn. So... We got, for the Beulah Kimona kiss, we got taken off the air for, they said, implied lesbianism. Could you imagine if that happened today? Oh, there'd be that, an outrage. We, but we would take down networks and have millions of dollars. But back then it was, and we never showed the kiss. So again, we were politically incorrect and damn proud of it for a reason. Uh, but to answer your question, I don't know. There's a lot of heart and passion in a lot of uh, wrestlers out there. And I just kind of, mine was pushed to the max. And I guess because I'm still out there doing it, it still continues. No, obviously it shows too with with your passion. With every match you did, every time you were out there, even even in Russell House right now, your passion shows. It seems like you're all having a great time doing it as well. But Tommy, I know you're a busy man, so I'm going to let you go here. I just really want to say I appreciate your time joining us today. Where can everyone find you on social media if they haven't followed you already? Uh, I'm the Tommy Dreamer on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You know, that those are my uh, those are my handles. Hit me up, and I look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. Absolutely, I cannot wait to party with you. Thank you again, Tommy. And ladies and gentlemen, be sure to stay tuned for next week when Shot Wrestling, the regular show. We will be back in action. Much love, everyone. Peace. <laughs>